Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. You be I think you cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide of dead. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Awesome listeners. Hey, what do we do, dude, if it, do we apologize if it does not turn out to be a, a rock and roll weekend? No, no. Of course <laughs> you don't ever apologize in rock and roll. That, it's not our responsibility. It's a rock and roll next hour or so, and then it, it's up to the people to make it a rock and roll weekend. Right. That's merely a suggestion. <laughs> we can only help you to get the week. That's our advice. Oh, Jesus. Start- uh-oh, you're frozen already. Something's awry. A few moments later. Uh, somehow Skype decided to do a little twisty on me, and, and it actually updated right now during my call, apparently. So now, not only did it cut me off of the show, but it also now has a whole new look that I absolutely fucking hate. And you I don't find how to add anyone or do anything that I'm used to be able to doing now. That is one of uh, Microsoft's hallmarks, is A, they update just whenever the fuck they want, no matter what you're doing, and B, they change their interfaces so much that after the update, you have no fucking clue how to use their shit. Yeah, it's, it's like I was telling you about Twitter, dude. It's like I get on Twitter, right, and I'd like to use Twitter, but I have absolutely no fucking idea how because they don't have any directions on how to use Twitter. It's like, yeah, here it is. Go ahead. Get started. And, well, the problem though, is that Twitter used to not need instructions. You got on it, and you're like, oh, I see how this works, and Skype was the same way. You use Skype, you open Skype, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, click, click, click. But now they make it better, which means that it looks like a piece of candy but works like a piece of shit. Somehow better means now we can start charging for it. Yeah, convenient. Remember when Skype was free? Remember when local calls on Skype were free? Now international calls on Skype are free? I don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. It's all racket. Call me Skype, dude. We're going to have it out on the air, I think. Yeah, Skype. Give us a call. Call us on Skype if you can. Right. You can't get through, so don't even bother. They know. They're probably updating right now. They can't figure out their own interface. No, they can't. That's why, you know what? They should have never outsourced it to India. They should have had some of their own people make the interface, and everything would be fine. I don't think they have their own people. It, it's all India. It's it's one CEO somewhere and then India. Right, and then they just farm out every other job. Speaking of uh, Facebook and things like Twitter and whatnot, have you ever noticed this, dude? I was reading, uh, you know, Bud Buddy has like over a 1,000 followers on Facebook. Somehow I get like 
right now I'm getting like 30 followers a day. I have no idea how. I guess I wow. somehow the cool kid somewhere liked it, and now people from all over the world are like somehow following Bud Buddy, even though I haven't posted anything in there in like a year and a half. But uh, I noticed that I was reading, I was like checking out some of the people, and I'm checking out some, I guess, I don't want to say, yeah, I was checking out some chick from like the Philippines or somewhere, and I was looking at the translations, right, of like her pictures, and I swear to God, I don't know if it's me or like every translation on Facebook looks like it's some kind of proverb. When you read it back, you know what I mean? Like, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like everything that they wrote here. Like, I, I wrote one down because I, was, I knew I wouldn't remember it. But uh, one of them said, let's see. Oh, red eyes, big smile. Obviously, that's because she was smoking marijuana in the Philippines. Or she'd probably be hung for that. Or maybe already <laughs> is dead. I don't know. I didn't, didn't check her status. But another one said, a new journey will come again. Wow, it's like right? a fortune cookie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe maybe it's just the translation, or maybe people in other countries are just so much smarter than Americans that everything that they say is like proverbial, so to speak. I think I just figured out what proverbial means. I didn't even put that together before. <laughs> wow, that's genius. It, it could be that the the people they hire to do the translations are in another country, and so it, you even have like a third language middleman who's like, I don't fucking know, but I... I read this once in a book, so that's what right. Obviously, that's what it is. It's like some kind of Facebook integrator thing that just word for word probably uh, makes everything sound like it's from uh, Yoda. I think it all sounds like Yoda is speaking it. Well, then it's probably got some Disney connections. They're trying to subliminally sell subliminally sell Star Wars tickets. Did you see the new Solo movie or not? Uh, we did. Like. I guess two weekends ago we saw it. I feel bad for Ron Howard. I did not see it, but I saw Ron Howard was on the TV uh, explaining that he wished it was a bigger hit. Well, it makes me sad for Ron Howard. I wish it was a bigger hit, too, because it was pretty fucking good. But they brought in Ron Howard to fix it because the two guys that they had going, they had to fire. Oh, they really? Said, yeah, they brought in Ron Howard after <laughs> the fact and said, please make something out of this. And it was a pretty good movie, but by then the press was already negative before it even came out and they had no, their marketing people are idiots. I don't understand what happened. They didn't market the movie at all. I so wonder, I think a lot of, a lot of people didn't see it because of the lack of marketing and the, in the negative press, but we, we went to see it and I, I thought it was pretty fucking enjoyable. I mean, I would agree with you that I wonder if this, this marketing team for, Star Wars, they just decided to slash the budget probably figuring, you know what? It doesn't need any fucking marketing because, hey, yeah. it's a Star Wars franchise. So, of course, people are going to come out and droves to see it. We'll have people dressed up like Wookiees, you know, all up and down sidewalks just waiting to see this movie. I think you're right. I think I think that's the gamble they took, but I I think all the people, they, they want that shit. They want the little teasers and the leaks and all this little info, and they're like, oh, wow. Their point of view is, they don't have enough faith in this movie to put this out, so it's going to suck. And then that spread like wildfire. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. And it was actually pretty good. And I, I, I've read, since it's come out, a lot of other people say the same thing. Like, wow, this movie is actually not that bad. You know, too bad it tanked at the box office because of all the negative hype. Can it really tank, though, so to speak? I mean, really? Can Compared- any movie tank anymore? I mean, it might not do some fucking blockbuster $8 billion opening weekend, 
But over the course of its lifetime, you're going to recoup your yeah. money, I would assume. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, you put out a Star Wars movie, then it's held up by the Star Wars barometer, and there's definitely a, a tanky... If, if you don't have a, a $500 million opening weekend for a Star Wars movie, then it's not. It, it ain't no Star Wars movie from some people's perspectives. Now, in your perspective, is the Star Wars franchise getting stale? Absolutely, dude. All I right. Mean, See, from a true Star Warsian fan, yeah. The, yeah. you feel like it's all right, time to wrap it up now? I mean... I don't think they need to wrap it up. They just need to fucking calm the fuck down and stop trying to crank shit out every goddamn year. Right. And, you know, they put out these, these two movies that uh, that extend the, the previous story, right? That's all the Luke Skywalker bullshit. Those movies, I liked in the theater, but I think it was all nostalgia and hype because I've watched them again, and I'm like, yeah, no, they're not that fucking great. So really the two new Star Wars movies that I've liked the most are the ones that are like spinoffs that have nothing to do with that shit. And I think they're, man, they're just going to, they're going to drive it into the fucking ground, the whole thing. And I can see it coming because yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan, dude. And I'm already like, fucking Jesus Christ, just stop, stop making these fucking movies now or, or put one out every four years. That's every what I'm year. That's what they need to do. Go back to, Every four years, let the suspense build up. You know what I mean? I mean, they're practically right. making it into a fucking miniseries. And they're not making good movies. I mean, except for the spinoffs, the Solo and the Rogue One were very good. But the two, what was it, uh, The Force Awakens and Last Jedi, were not that fucking great. And it's just because they're like, get them out, get them out, get them out, right. get them out, get them out. Yeah. I mean, the deal is, they're, it, to make a good movie of a caliber of a Star Wars or something... It takes time. You just can't say, okay, we haven't wrapped the last one. Let's start shooting the next one. Right. You know? And apparently The Last Jedi, which is supposed to pick off, pick up where The Force Awakens left off, the director they got for it, they're like, okay, you do what you want. And he's like, okay, well, I didn't see the first one. I'm not really a Star Wars fan, so I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. Sounds and like sure the right enough, guy for the job. Dude, there's like no connection between that movie and the one right before it. There's none. It's like, it, it makes the first, the, the movie before it like irrelevant because nothing that happened there mattered at all in the second movie. So it's like, well, what, what's the fucking point? You know, why follow the story if there's no story? Who's writing these movies now? I mean, who wrote, what's his face wrote the original Star Wars, right? And how many of those did he write? Uh, he wrote the first three. He wrote the first one. All right. Well, he, the first three were supposed to be one long movie, and he's like, well, this is way too much. I can't do it, so I'll break it up into three parts. And he never expected to make any more than the first part because right. he's like, nobody's going to fucking like this shit. Well, it took off, so he wrote the first one. He co-wrote the second and the third. He directed the first one, and he didn't direct the second or third, but he was executive producer. The new ones, uh, I think... Uh, uh, I, I don't fucking know. But the writers from The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi were totally fucking different and disconnected, and there's just no connective tissue. So I don't know. I, I think they're... Uh, I'm thinking about starting class action lawsuit for false advertising because The Last Jedi 
was not the last Jedi. Apparently, they keep coming out with shit. I'm waiting for the, that one that's called a fish called Jedi. Is that coming out anytime soon? Oh man, that'd be great, especially if it had young Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And she shows her boobs throughout the whole movie. Just like, uh, like Barbarella. Have you ever seen Barbarella? No, I haven't. <laughs> you have to watch it. I mean, you, I saw it as a as like a 10-year-old kid or an 11-year-old kid because my parents got like the, the first VCR ever when I was like 11. And it was one of the movies that you could rent at like the Video Movie Center, which was like the local video renter, video renter place. And it's like a softcore porn. Apparently, my parents did not know that because they're like, oh, right, whatever you want. Oh, Barbara, <laughs> yeah, because it looks like a space movie on the cover, right? Sure. But it actually is like soft porn with uh, Jane Fonda in it. And it's like a trippy movie. I blame that movie for probably why I started doing drugs. Really? I needed to get that feeling back from watching that movie. And I didn't realize until I was older that it was just a boner. There were no drugs <laughs> bring that back. Well, you don't really recognize a boner when you're 10 years old, that's for sure. You don't recognize your own. You, yeah, you that's true. I was Uncle Cletus's. I was familiar with quite a few from the uh, family reunion, but <laughs> but not yeah, not you didn't know that you had one too. I didn't understand. I thought it was a sport. Now, I have a question for you. Do you Uh-oh. think like in say like, you know, the guitar was invented in the 1500s? Sure. You think there was a time when someone jammed like fucking Eddie Van Halen or fucking Led Zeppelin or whoever way back when, and people are like, we don't like it. That's not our fucking taste for guitar sounds. So they just like did all the classical shit. And there was no way to like record it or anything. So maybe like rock and roll was lost from the very get go of the guitar, and we just don't know it. It could be. It could be. Yeah, I would think so, and they, they would probably just call those guys crazy. And I've also thought, in a similar vein, like, so Mozart was a brilliant piano prodigy, right? Well, what if he had never come into contact with a piano? How, how He'd just be an average guy? I mean, how many people are born a prodigy of something that they never come into contact with? Like, what, if you're a, yeah, what if you're a brain surgeon prodigy? Like, zigzag's a brain surgeon prodigy. You could save the fucking planet of all brain diseases, but you're not a brain surgeon. Oh you're not going to have no chance. What what happens to all those unknown fucking geniuses? I think to find that out, dude, they should just, like, every average Joe off the street do brain surgery on someone until someone knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they should just hold open, open auditions. <laughs> right. I want to be a I want to be a guy who just gets to lay on the table and let him operate on my brain. <laughs> like the volunteer. guy, like the guy in the movie who plays a patient, except you're actually a patient. Right, except they're actually cutting open my head with a small radial saw. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, well, if they're a genius at it, that's right. Well, eventually someone's going to know how to do it, probably. It'll be the last guy who comes in and fixes whatever all the other guys fucked up in you. What if you were, like, a prodigy dude? Maybe you are a prodigy at something, and you'll find out, like, two weeks before you die. Well, that's depressing, but that's actually a good premise for a movie or something. Really is, and then it could be, like, a, a brain surgeon who has to do uh, a lobotomy on President Trump. And then he <laughs> I... refuses to be on the basis of uh, his immigration status. Wait a minute, I thought Trump already had a lobotomy. Oh, yeah, he had a frontal lobotomy. He needs to put a bottle in front of me. Or whatever that old-timey saying is. Did you ever hear that saying? Yes, I've heard that saying. <laughs> Did your wife say it to you? No. 
you need a bottle in front of you instead of a frontal lobotomy or something to that effect? Yeah, I've said that to my wife. Did she have a lobotomy as well? Uh, she behaves like it sometimes, but I don't think so. I don't see. I think if you have a lobotomy, though, like you're really relaxed and chill, right? Well, yeah, I don't know if chill is the word. I mean, if you're brain dead, it's a chill. Chill chill kind of also means you have a, a uh, an awareness of the world outside, but you're like, yeah, fuck it. But if you have a lobotomy, you're just like drooling on yourself, right? I have. I really have no idea. I, I'm going to take your word for it and say yes. Every person that I've seen drooling ever has had a lobotomy. Well, Maybe if they gave it a better name than lobotomy, more people would have it done. Yeah, what the hell would you call that? I, takes... A brain scrambly? I don't know. But <laughs> Isn't that how they do it? They just like put a hanger up someone's nose and scramble it around a little bit, and then you're like done with your frontal lobotomy? Basically, I mean, I think it's that little chunk in the forefront of your brain, and they just poke at it until it... Until <laughs> you just get a weird distant look in your eye, and they're like, got it! <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just repeat the alphabet until you can't. <laughs> a, B, third, third. Like, all right, we got it. Oh, my God. And now I'm curious about lobotomies. Is that sad? I want to delve into the world of lobotomies. I really want to know what I am a... Maybe everybody in the world is a prodigy dude, and they just don't know what it's at. Oh, man, that, that's an interesting theory, and it might be true. And, and here's another thing. What if you're a prodigy or a genius of something that hasn't even been invented yet? Like the piano didn't exist forever. What if Mozart had been born as a caveman, but he was still a piano prodigy? I guess the real question is, dude, what, what exactly constitutes a prodigy? Do you already know how to play the piano if you're a prodigy, or do you just get really good at it after you've practiced the piano? That's a good point. It might be more of just a certain skill set that is in tune with that, like good eye-hand coordination and being able to pick up on frequencies and pitches. So maybe he could be a maybe he'd be a badass guitar player or but Nintendo then you got game like player. That that guy who was like. Fell off that building. Have you seen this guy, right? Didn't he fall down or something? He, he got kind of got his own personal lobotomy, like an accidental lobotomy. And he does those really kick-ass, like, clay sculptures, but didn't know how to do it. Or how about these people that come out of comas, like, speaking completely different languages? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I have, I have heard of that. So you know that you don't go into a coma having practiced, like, Japanese for 12 years, but you come out of a coma and you speak perfect fucking Japanese? Explain that. That hints at something a little paranormal, almost. You I mean, what, what? how... You're right. It does. It's, maybe it's all trapped in your fucking pineal gland. Ooh, that gland. I'll tell you what, man. molecule. I find that gland pretty interesting. That's what Me she too. Said. Did I? So nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> I sent my wife a link. It was actually a thing where that they've tied THC into activating the pineal gland. Really? Well, I, I believe that for sure. Absolutely. I do. That's why I'm like so spiritual. Oh, by the way, I jotted down accidental lobotomy because that's a great name for an album. <laughs> there you go. It is a great name. See, the deal is, dude, I'm actually a prodigy at naming albums without trying to name them. You are. Absolutely. That's my magic. And I'm a prodigy at detecting them when you say that. There you go. Why don't we both just quit our jobs 
and get into this full fucking time. <laughs> we'll just be band name comer uppers with. We, you know what, dude? I think that we're like complimentary prodigies. Like, <laughs> bring out the prodigy in me, and I bring out the prodigy in you. It's like uh, one of those solar systems where there's two stars that orbit yeah. each other. That's right. That's exactly what we do. What do they call those? There's a name for that. Double starverse. Is that what they call that? The scientists do. Oh, all right. Well, we need to come up with a better name since we're prodigies. <laughs> that's a lame name. Hey, that's your job. You come up with the names. I just recognize them when Here's you do. Here's the deal, dude. I came up with it like a half an hour ago, but you didn't pick up on it. So now it's fucking lost forever. Well, God damn it. Well, it's not. This is recorded. Oh, all right. Okay, go back in time, and then you'll be able to hear this. No, I'll forget to. I can just imagine, though. Think about it. Okay. There's, okay, say there's a million different chord structure variations and and things to put together on a guitar. Sure. You've got, I mean, I don't know. I would say 100 million people that have maybe played guitar over the course of the, after the invention of the guitar. Yes. Right. Inventing of the guitar, I guess. Invented to. So someone probably has played every song there ever was except for Beer is Food and Internet Love Song and I Am a Farmer Song. The three greatest songs of all time have never been duplicated, but I'm assuming that like Cashmere and some other songs have been copied. Well, they copied Cashmere, though, did they not? Well, oh, man. I, I think Led Zeppelin. I mean, there's claims that Led Zeppelin pretty much copied everything. I mean, Those are more than claims. I mean, listen to half their repertoire and it's if they're, I mean, they don't even bother trying to cover it up. They just like settle out of court. But don't they at least make it better? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. mean, yeah, I, I don't know if they made it better or just the addition of like multi-tracking and electric guitar made it better. I don't know if they necessarily made it better themselves. Well, multi-tracking and electric guitar that makes a hell of a lot of things better. That's for damn yeah, sure. It does. Like uh, Beer is Food or Internet Love Song <laughs> yes. or How'd You Like Me Jamming Out With My Feet Up On My Hammock Today? Listen to a little bit of uh, Beer is Food. Were you- Very nice. I, I was envious. I would love to. Like I said, I don't have a hammock. It was eaten by raccoons. Loved having a hammock. And uh, your feet. I've got to say your feet. Are, you have the feet of a 20-year-old man. Sure. Thank you very much. I don't let him get a lot of sun. That's the deal. <laughs> That's obvious. They let like let me tell you about a hammock, though, dude. A hammock is a fucking lawsuit waiting to happen. I can't <laughs> even tell you how many times half sober I've stumbled getting out of the fucking hammock. I need to watch like a YouTube tutorial on how to get in and out of a hammock correctly because I would have easily been on like any kind of Spanish uh, like bloopers show getting in and out of this hammock every day. I mean, once I like hurt my hand like a week getting out of the hammock. God damn, how long have you had the hammock? Uh, I got the hammock, let's see, Memorial Day weekend, I guess. So not long. I have, I've not been a hammock guy for very long. It takes and in my defense, to. two weeks out of since I've had the hammock, it rained, and the hammock got wet, so I couldn't sit on it. Ah. And your hammock, it, it has the, uh, I see it has the uh, the wooden, like, slats, the frames yeah. that kind of hold That's, it out. Uh, I thought it was a beginner's hammock. Apparently oh, no. not. That's advanced. The hammock I had was more like the, uh, it's very well made, but it was just like the canvas sack. So when you're not in it, 
it just looks like a piece of cloth hanging there. Right. Now, the benefit to this is when you get out of it, that there's no bar that kind of forces you to be like in a boat on the water, right? <laughs> it's like it's like trying to stand on a surfboard. You know what I mean? It's like it, yeah. the, the the hammock is trying to get out from under you. With the cloth hammock, first of all, the cloth hammock kind of hugs you even more. Right. You feel like you're in a womb. But whenever you get out, all you do is so like you're in the hammock. People who are listening can't see what I'm doing, but you're in the hammock. Then instead of trying to get out to one side, you just lift your feet and you clank. You just put each foot down over the side of the hammock because it's just cloth, right? right? So now you're stand up and you're wearing a big hammock diaper between your legs, but you can just walk out. Yeah, not with my hammock. I got. I should have gotten into a beginner hammock, but I went right for the for the professional series of hammocks. Which, well, you were not a hammock. And I must also say, do not wear. You know, like those like jogging pants you would wear that are like silky material mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that will reject you from a fucking hammock you cannot sit in a hammock or try to get out of a hammock wearing those pants i've fallen to the ground like five times like after like jogging or whatever and uh -huh. don't sit in a hammock for a while and i try to get out of the hammock and i like fall to the fucking ground because Is i just slide right off like an egg out of a pan they're slick i get it yeah. okay but other than that, I'm happy with the hammock. I mean, I've, I'm getting to see a lot more things that are straight above me now that <laughs> right I probably might not have noticed before. I could see that coming, and that's what made it so funny. <laughs> well, of course you could. You're a prodigy. That's true. That's true. Hey, you know what? I think your thing is an interesting theory for a movie, maybe everyone, or even a documentary. How do you find that out? What? How many things can you do? They call people prodigies at. I mean, you got like your guitar prodigy, your piano prodigy. You know, I, maybe I'm a pot smoking prodigy, which it seems very likely that I am. Could and be. yeah, I mean, why not? I, I maybe mean, I did find what I'm good at. You may have because, dude, I I gotta say that I've never seen you. Since 1996, I've never seen you what I what I and, and a layman would consider like stoned, ever, never. <laughs> well, but I'm not I, sure if that's a compliment or an insult. Well, that's true. Maybe I've just never seen you sober. I don't know. <laughs> that's probably more like it. As a matter of fact, I guess. Okay. I didn't want to say that. It has such an ugly tone to it. That sober is such an ugly word. It is because it just, people. It implies so much negativity on other things. It does. I mean, say you haven't seen me on drugs. Don't have to say that you haven't that you haven't seen me sober. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just going to say it to bug you. Yeah, I know you are. I was thinking about changing my name to Sober Guy. Are you sober now? That's exactly. a misnomer. No, I am not sober now. <laughs> well, As a matter of fact, I haven't been sober since you saw me 20-some-odd years ago. <laughs> well, thank God. That makes two of us. No, I don't feel so bad. <clears throat> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. So, big plans for Father's Day? Are you getting something no. special, or what's going on? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't want anything, but I'm sure I'll get something. Something that makes you feel awkward when they hand it to you, and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be so excited now, but... I guess I'll just check the credit card bill and see what's coming. Maybe I'll just check my yeah. Amazon account, see what I have coming for Father's Day. That's right. I'm getting my own gift. I just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> right. Just check your, your orders part of your Amazon account, and uh, you'll know exactly when it's coming and how much it costs. 
I got a card from my parents, though. Did you? The but, better question is, did you send a card? No. <laughs> oh, my God. But I was, okay. If, am I a terrible son to think? I, I'm 43, okay? So I'm, I'm a grown adult. I'm a man of means. I provide for my family. I, I have a job and I make money. But I was still a little, little disappointed when I opened this card for my parents that there wasn't at least a $5 bill in it. No, I can totally relate to that, my friend. I can totally relate because I'll tell you what. I hate it when I get stuff from my in-laws and it doesn't have any money in it either. I can't think of anything ruder than to send my daughter, my wife and daughter, a gift without money in it that I can help spend. I just, I find that insulting. A card with no money is like a slap in the fucking face. Yeah. You know what? Here's, I got a tip for people. Fuck the card. Just send the money. Put a stamp on a fiber. Yeah, exactly. Put a $5 bill in an envelope and send it. (laughs) <laughs> and blue of a card and fucking, you know what, save a tree. Let's invent that. Let's invent a save a tree card where you don't even buy a card. It's just an envelope that's like a card, right? You rip open the envelope and print it on the inside is the card part of it. Mm. And there you go. You haven't wasted the whole tree. It's like a two-for-one deal. People are all green now. I mean, that would sell like hotcakes. And you know what? We'll make it out of recycled toilet paper. Excellent. And we'll recycle it ourselves. We'll make it so, okay, it's an envelope that doubles as a card and triples as a piece of toilet paper that you can wipe your <laughs> ass with the card later without insulting someone. What? Wait, well, how, how does it not insult someone? Oh, I guess because they chose to give it to, gave it to right, you. Right, because right. they know that it's meant to be used as toilet paper when all is said and done. Excellent. That's not too bad. I don't want to say that maybe the, the the viable product there is the envelope that doubles as a card. So I would look for those so hitting the market in about two and a half years because it seems to be that is the lead time that we're giving people that they take our our great inventions and then they make them reality. It takes about two and a half years, I've noticed, for things that we've discussed on this show to actually come to fruition. What I'm going to notice this is what I'll see. I've, I've been able to track this. And I've, I've kept track of it. It's like every time we have an idea like this is I'll check the, the blog talk radio stats of episode listens. And one episode will have a spike, a huge fucking spike. And then two years later, something we mentioned will come to market. And I just, I know that spike is when people are passing it around the corporate office. Yeah, you're probably right. So you yeah. know what? I'm going to let him in on this little gem. Uh, you're familiar with the toothpaste tube, right? I mean, I can tell by your smile that you're not too familiar. But no, I, I toothpaste. What's that? <laughs> I use lard. I brush I with use, lard. I use teeth paste. That's what they call it. <laughs> Isn't that made for horses? <laughs> I, I probably is. Probably is. But dude, I've, you, you've been to the bottom of a roll of toothpaste, and you know you you can't get the last little bit out or whatever or you. Manhandle, like it, in my house, the toothpaste thing gets manhandled enough to yeah. where there's a lot of wasted paste in the toothpaste tube, if you know what I mean. I do, I do. So my idea is, you know what, they have like all these, all you need, you know, have you seen those bracelets that you like can slap around your wrist and it automatically, remember they were like a big deal for a while? You can yeah. buy them at 7-Eleven, you slap it and it just goes around your wrist so people started getting cuts from them and whatnot because it turns out they're just a razor blade. Inside of a piece of plastic. 
Sure, sure. But why can't they incorporate one of those into the tube part of the toothpaste so when you do a little bit of squeezing, it just kind of rolls up from the bottom itself? That's not a bad idea. And then there's like on the on the lid, there's like a little pressure valve to keep it from fucking going all over. Or when you apply a certain amount of pressure, and it's not, you know, they have them on the sour cream thing. They have them on like, a, you know, you got the squeezy sour cream. It's just like you push it hard enough and it comes out. That's what so she why said. not have that on the front and then the, the roll assist on the back is which I'm going to call it, the toothpaste. <laughs> no, and you have you have to say with roll assist technology. Well, of course you do. That's the selling point. Anybody can fucking do toothpaste, so we've got roll assist technology. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. But look, hey, I, I'll keep a track on the metrics. This episode's going to spike. It's going to have two spikes now, at least, and then in two years, it's going to be on infomercials nationwide. I mean, I thought I thought about just starting to do random fucking patents on shit. I had another idea today. I'm like, I should just get a fucking patent on that because eventually someone's going to do it. You know what it was? Remember, I was mowing the air today, and I had talked a few years ago about an app for, like, a Roomba. Remember we were talking that they'll make a, a lawnmower that's like a Roomba that will just go ahead and, and mow your fucking yard for you? They have, yeah. And I was saying, why not make an app that can make it so they could it could do your yard in, like, designs? Yeah, I do remember you mentioning that. So if they have that Roomba thing, we need to just go ahead and get a utility patent for an app that tells that thing how to work and and make certain designs like the Cubs or the Ravens or whoever your favorite local jackass team is. And uh, you just download it in your phone and hit it to your Roomba and and, uh, watch it happen. Roomba probably has like an API that you can get access to and make all kinds of crazy shit. I can't believe somebody hasn't done that yet. Of course, they will now. Right. Well, it's been two years since we talked about it, probably maybe even a little longer, so I'd be looking for it to hit loads like by the end of the summer, probably. Yeah. Well, (laughs) if it's an app, it'll be in iTunes. Dude, today, I was, was, after I was well-rested in my hammock, uh, I got up to go get a candy bar from the store before the show, and... uh, there's two Mormon guys riding through my neighborhood, right? And they're just headed up to my door. And, okay. of course, I gave them the old, oh, sorry, guys, on my way out, saying, you know, good luck on your mission or what. And they were, is there anything you can do around the house or we could do for you around your house? What? And, of course, I, okay. just, and I, I had just mowed my yard, unfortunately, and trimmed my bushes. And that's not a metaphor. I actually did trim <laughs> bushes. But I was thinking to myself, how funny would it be if I was like, yeah, here, mow my yard and do this and that, and I just sat around and, like, drank beer and smoked dope and fucking watched them do it. That would have been awesome. I, do I'm, you think that's acceptable? Hey, if they offered, fuck you. Right. I mean, I was like, that's their mission, right? Their mission is to help people. And if I was like, hey, you know, I obviously don't want to mow my own yard. Why don't you just fucking do it for me? I've never had, I've had multiple encounters with Mormons or whatever they are knocking on my door and, you know, wanting to do their thing. I've never had any offer to do something, though. That kind of blows my mind. They offered to help out? Yeah, and you know what? What? Then, so I'm leaving, and my jackass little neighbor kid, he just graduated high school, and I do not say that as a term of endearment. He's a little jackass. But uh, he bought, like, this project truck, right? 
that was like mm-hmm. half sitting in his front yard. And his mom went door to door saying, you know, it's only going to be there for a couple of days so we can get it move up to the driveway, this and that or whatever. And I said to those Mormon guys, that kid sitting out there with his truck, I said, go help that kid push his, push that truck into his driveway. Oh no. Right. So these guys jump on their fucking bikes and oh, head no. up there. And I'm driving by. I'm like, Hey Austin, let these guys push your, help you push your truck into your driveway. And he's like, no. He was, like, too scared to let these fucking guys who are, like, uh, half the size of him. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to try to brainwash you. I mean, even though he only has one fucking brain cell, there's no way they were <laughs> going to brainwash that one cell just helping him move his truck. I just, I just want to live in a neighborhood where the Mormons want to help do something. Yeah, I mean, the, the Mormons even asked me, and I felt this felt a little odd, I must admit, that they were like, so, do you know of any elderly people in your neighborhood that need help or whatever? And I was like, God, do I tell them that I know some elderly people in the neighborhood, or am I going to find out tomorrow that these aren't two fucking Mormon guys? Oh, and no. And like some fucking murder on my block, <laughs> and I tipped these two guys off to fucking go kill someone. You should have, you should have told the guys, look, uh, yeah, I do – I." I'm kind of busy. I don't have a lot of time, but I'm supposed to hand out these uh, pamphlets for my satanic club. Could <laughs> right. you please hand them out to the neighborhood for me? What if I, yeah, what if I was like, can you help me draw up? A, I'm, I'm actually a couple of hands short of sacrificing this small animal over here, and I just need someone to hold this pentagram and this other guy to pour salt around me while we do this. Right. Can you wear this owl mask and chant Moloch, Moloch, while I slit the throat of this raccoon? I would love to sit one of those guys down and be like, what is the weirdest thing you've ever fucking encountered on this mission? You know what I mean? What is the weirdest thing that you've seen? Going door to door, you know these guys see some fucking shit, dude, because they just don't do nice fucking neighbors. This guy says to me today, he's like, man, you live in a really nice neighborhood. And I said, well, it just looks that way because I just mowed my yard, but but thank you very much. And I just wanted to say, well, you know, that means, I mean, I'm not saying I don't live in a nice neighborhood because I do live in a, a decent neighborhood, but... I'm thinking the shit these guys have fucking seen because they like drop yeah. them off in the heart of shit, Bill. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, start going door to door. I mean, I wonder how many are murdered a year. It depends on how fast I can pedal. <laughs> really, it does. And I feel bad because they're like out. Right now it's not cold, but I've seen them when it's fucking cold out and shit. And you're like, oh my God, these poor fucking guys are riding around these 10 speeds. And I don't even know that they're 10 speeds. They might only be 5 speeds because maybe 10 speeds are a little too advanced Well, the Mormons. What, how many speeds did Jesus use? I don't, I don't know. I, don't, he, uh, I think just one speed. I think he just had uh, Savior, Savior speed. <laughs> or he should have have a 3 speed, the Trinity speed. Oh, that's right. You're right. He probably did. He probably did. And he still wasn't fast enough. That's <laughs> That's right. It took him three days to get back. It's all because Paul gave him a flat tire. Or who was the one that, that said he did not know Jesus? I don't know. But I thought you were going to say it was Judas that gave him a flat oh, tire. Oh, that's who it was. It was Judas. That's right. <laughs> Judas was the one that, yeah. He's not the, Judas, Judas was the one that turned him in, right? Uh, Yeah. Did he turn him in or did he? Well, no, he didn't. I'm thinking of uh, Pontius Pilate. Not I'm thinking of Caesar getting stabbed in the back. Yeah, Judas turned. Christ I, think Lord I think we're way overdue to watch Jesus' story or whatever that is with Charlton Heston. 
Uh, Charlton, that was Moses, right? Oh, was that Moses? Aren't they the yeah. same guy? Pretty much. They're interchangeable. Yeah. Crown like of Star Thorns. Wars. Who can't wear a crown of thorns anymore? Oh, shit. We should try to make those popular. I was going to say I'm surprised the hipsters aren't wearing them already. <laughs> they probably are. But you have to grow them from some fancy bush that comes from Jerusalem or somewhere. It, it's all handcrafted. We we can make handcrafted. I imagine someone to wear a crown of poison ivy. You want to impress me? Go with the crown of poison ivy. Have you ever had poison? You have had poison oh, ivy. Oh yeah, I, think I used you to get poison that. ivy really bad actually, and I still do get it, but not as bad as I used. To. I started high school, dude, with the worst case of fucking poison ivy that you've ever seen anybody in your life have. My Why first day of high poison ivy so much. <laughs> I I don't know. I know why I got poison ivy this one time, but the day before, or the couple days before I started high school, right? I was, I was helping my neighbor. We went out for a ride in his car, and he was like showing off, and he gunned it and broke the fucking drive shaft, and we had to push like him a... over into the weeds. And he's like, he was like a kind of a fatter guy, and he couldn't get under the car to see what was wrong with it. So he's like, crawl like a TV there movie. and see what's going on. So I crawl under there, and I see he's got a broken drive shaft. And the next day I wake up and I'm covered fucking head to toe in poison ivy. The worst, I shit you not, dude, the worst case of poison ivy you've ever seen. And I went to a private school, so we had to wear long sleeve shirts. Okay. And the lucky part is, dude, this is, this is the crazy part. I never got poison ivy on my face, my dick, or my hand. <laughs> so it's like it was kind of a – I didn't think about that. You go to fucking high school the first week, a new high school, with a bunch of people you don't know, and all of a sudden you're Poison Ivy kid for life. That's something you can't fucking shake, probably. It's like the guy, the kid who shits his pants in, like, fourth grade. That, like, sets the tone for the rest of your life. Yes, you that's just, true. You don't recover from that. Wow. So so you were covered in Poison Ivy, but your face was spared. Right. Your hands were spared, and your yes. crotch was spared. Yes, it's like a miracle. That that is like a miracle. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is a god. There is a something, and he's quite a prankster. Here's a weird thought I had today. I I was smoking pot early in the day today. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. But when I was like 12 years old, we were swimming in the river. Okay. This is probably the closest I'm guessing that I ever came to dying. Uh oh. We were we were swimming under this boat. You know, like you can go under a boat, but it's you know what a pontoon boat is. Yeah. Okay, there's like an open space under a pontoon boat between the pontoons where you could like stick your head or whatever and you could be swimming, right? But no one could see you. Yeah, sure. So me and my cousin were swimming in the river behind my cousin's house and they had a pontoon boat and on top of the pontoon boat were my other littler cousins and we were swimming under the pontoon and then we were like coming up on the sides and scaring them, right? And they didn't know where we were at or whatever. So... My cousin, I'm swimming under. My cousin's, like, underneath the pontoon already. He, like, <laughs> gets freaked out because I guess I hit his his foot with my hair or whatever. So he kicked really hard, right? Mm-hmm. And I went, like, right down, straight oh, no. down. Yes. And I didn't know which way was up or fucking down, right? I got, like, turned around when I was swimming. And I was like, oh, my God, I might fucking die right now. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 mean, I really was out of breath. I didn't know which way it was up or down. Somehow I picked the right direction, and I went up, and I lived. 
But I thought maybe, like we were talking the other show a while back, maybe in a parallel universe I died that fucking day, and they had well, like a funeral for me and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? You did. You did, in a parallel universe. You know what's weird is I almost died once, and it was in a water situation as well. It was uh, on the, the Pertinalis River in Texas, and I was, I was young, too. I wasn't 12. I think I was a little younger than that, but I was in an inner tube going down. It wasn't like White Rapids or nothing. It was pretty small. But I was going down. I was sitting in this inner tube with my, you know, my legs on it and my arms and my butts in the middle. And it went over this one deal where there was like a drop. So there's like this suction. And I just got boop, sucked through the inner tube and like underwater. And I had like the same experience. Like to the bottom? Yeah, it was like, it, it went down like really deep. It was like a drop, like a gorge, like way down fucking in there. And I, I thought too, I was like, which way is up? I don't fucking know. And one of my aunts had to like dive in and she pulled me out and I was all gasping and in an alternate universe, I guess I died too. Oh, wow. I wonder if it was the same day. And then we like, it was like fate. We both died on the same day in some other universe. Then we were reunited in this universe to create what is now Hypersloth. That kind of blows my mind thinking about that now. You did, you did, you blew my mind. Blew your mind. and I'm not high or stoned, so that's legit. My I, my mind is legit blown. I feel sorry for you. Imagine how blown it would be if you were high or stoned. Or then it would be blown, thing. and and I would appreciate it more. Maybe maybe that is what happened. Maybe it was fate. Do you ever wonder, like, when you're driving around, how close you've ever come to like a dead body, just like I've, laying somewhere? I've come across a dead body when I worked at Frames Direct in Austin, Texas. Shut up! You yeah, it was. Told me the story where you came across a fucking dead body. That wasn't the only one. It was. It was cold as fuck. <laughs> Are you like a the... serial killer? No, no, I didn't make a dead body. I came across one. Let us hear. And it was. Uh, I worked at Frames Direct in Austin, Texas. That, that man, that was a great job when I first started because it was in this farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. It was really fucking cool. But then they got all corporate. And moved to this big cubicle fucking bullshit warehouse thing. And now, moving, now they would be moving back to the farmhouse. That would be like the cycle of life for like some hipster thing like that. We started small, then we made it big. Now we want to go small again. Nah, they're they're way too big and corporate. It's fucking disgusting. But anyway, I still like the job. It was a cool company then, and it was really cold. Like, even for Austin and Texas, it was, like, super mega fucking cold. The The place was right off the frontage road. So I drive down I-35, I take the frontage road, and I drive by the bushes, and there were some feet sticking out, like, into the frontage road, or, like, all, right off the curb. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So then I pulled in, and I was one of the first people there. And I saw, sure enough, there was a, a guy laying there, and I was like, I wonder if that guy's all right, because it was pretty fucking cold last night. And then, like, before I could even get out of my car, there was like, woo, 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 cop cars pulling up, and emergency personnel and stuff, and some other people that was like, what the fuck? And it was a homeless guy who had tried to get warm under the bushes and froze to death the night before. And you, you and someone else actually saw this guy at the same time? No, it was, it was me and a few other people, because... I guess they had to investigate it or something because I saw the guy when I pulled up 
And then I remember I went inside to work, and I was like, I can't believe it. There was a dead guy there. And they're like, oh, yeah, I saw him, too. And all these other people were like, oh, yeah, the dead guy? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we just left him there. He wasn't bothering anybody, so we were going to call until he started smelling. Then we were going to right. us. It was the first time the homeless guy didn't bother me. <laughs> oh, my God. So you've seen a dead body. Like, How close were you to this dead body? Like five feet or like 20 feet? No, no, it was a good distance. Twenty feet is probably right. Maybe more like thirty or forty. Because I, I parked in the parking lot, and oh, I thought so you didn't stop and pull over. You like parked, put your car on, probably turned off the stereo, finished finished listening to like whatever's on the radio, combed well, your hair. It was in the parking lot. I mean, it was on the edge of the parking lot, so I was, I was like kind of looking cockeyed, like I wonder if the guy's all right. And then like yeah, I'm turning shit off, and then boo boo boo, you know these cop cars show up and I'm like uh oh that guy's not alright well I gotta get to work it's crazy to think people, other people had already seen the dead body in the parking lot and were just getting on with their fucking day well he's homeless and, and he was already dead I mean I guess what do you do I mean you, you think you'd want to sit around and watch for a while and be like it's a perfect reason to be late to like we a meeting have... or something well you know I was kind of dealing with that dead body situation in the parking lot yeah, God, meetings. That that job did totally remind me of that movie Office Space. That's what it became. I'm sorry to hear that. You had yeah. your own personal Lundberg? We had multiple Lundbergs. That's like every job anymore. It's like they, they, make, they find out which job requires the biggest asshole to do, and then they make as many of those jobs in a corporation as they can find. Well, I mean, God bless the assholes. You know, they, they rise to the top. <laughs> I think that's, uh, what do they call those when you go to church? It's like, God bless the weary, God bless the <laughs> assholes, for theirs is the toilet of God, or some shit like that. <laughs> okay, I gotta shut that down. <laughs> what do they call those things when you, like, say that at church? <laughs> I don't, I have no, I don't There's know. a name for those, holy shit. Give me a minute, I'll think of it, but, uh. It's like, God bless the weary, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Somebody, yeah, like, God bless the assholes, for they are so arch in number. So what were you going to say about God bless the assholes before I cut you off so rudely? No, that's all I said. Then you rolled with it and made it better than what I could ever do. That's <laughs> well, I'm the one that got fat and smarter, remember? <laughs> Just lingered. Yeah. You know what the problem is? We just haven't found your prodigy yet. No. I'm pretty sure I don't have one. Uh, don't sell yourself short, dude. You drink beer pretty well. Maybe, I mean, maybe selling myself short is my prodigy. Maybe that's my genius. You're pretty good at it. Uh, that's true. Self-denigration, you're good at that. Masturbation, dude, no one holds a candle to you. Dude, I'm, I'm ambidextrous. You know, you should start your own patron or whatever the hell they call that. How do they say that? What is the correct word to say there? I think it's Patreon. Patreon. They just couldn't say patron. They had to make it something else. Well, if you want a domain name now, you got to fuck with the word because all the real words are taken right. up by yeah, other so people. Patron probably was taken, so they had to make it fancier. I'm going to start one of those where, like, uh, any hot chick wants me to jack off into a Kleenex and fucking send it to her for a hundred bucks a month, I'm willing to do that. Right now, it's just alling up in the garbage, anyways. So, dude, uh, I bet you could fucking pull that off, totally. 
Really, I'm only good for probably one or two tissues a week now that I've gotten older, unfortunately. Well, then, then price them at a premium. <laughs> You're right. That's what I need to do. I'm a one <laughs> tissue a month kind of guy. I just save it up. <laughs> really tear into a fucking tissue for some lady. That's right. That's you know, brand though. I'm not gonna lie. Well, fucking hey, come on. You can only do two a month. You want a premium tissue from me? It's gonna cost you. It's there's a bidding war. It's gonna be now, a bidding war. I will provide it on a puffs plus with lotion. I will tell you that it will come as a, in a premium nap or a premium. Uh, Unless I'm on the road, then it might end up in a Chick-fil-A napkin or something <laughs> to that effect. I can't promise that it will always be in a pup, Puffs Plus. Sometimes it might be on a dirty sock. You never know. You just whatever mood I'm feeling at the time. Those now, come in too. Could there be an add-on bonus to it where they could send you something to gather the seed in? Uh, sure, sure. As long as it's clean. I can't see myself... It has to still be in the original packaging. Okay. But it could be like a solo cup. Sure. A, a fresh Think stock. About it. I wish I knew about sperm banks when I was a fucking kid or in college or whatever. Fuck, I never would have been wanting for money. Dude, if I'd known about sperm banks when I was 16, I never would have even, I would have dropped out of high school. <laughs> You'd be a millionaire. I'd with be a little a claw hand With a clawed webbed hand. Dude, I flushed my future down the toilet, literally. <laughs> well, now, think about how nowadays it'd be a lot weirder. The, the whole thought is a lot weirder of donating sperm because they could clone you from your sperm. I guess they could clone you from a Dixie cup or anything that you've touched. Anyways, right? I mean, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But also... How about that? There's been people who have been sued for like, uh, like paternity payments, even though all they did was donate sperm to a sperm bank. That's fucked up. That is really fucked up. What about that guy who like ended up giving all those people his own sperm, and he had like 150 kids or whatever? God bless him. <laughs> yeah, what if they started suing that guy for fucking uh, paternity? What, what? How? Like, what, how, how was he going to pay that? That's what I mean. That would be funny. But, you know, I saw this thing where he was, like, trying to meet a lot of the kids and had bought, met, like, fucking 70 of the kids. I think really? they actually made a movie out of it, if I recall correctly. So he cares. He actually cares. No, he probably is going to be asking all these kids for money, would be my guess. Like, oh, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be around. Yeah, I'd have flushed right. you down the toilet years ago. Oh, my God. So sad state of affairs. It is a sad state of affairs, and I say that with mixed emotions because I'm not really <laughs> sure what mixed emotions means. Me you know, either. It's like I a don't... rude thing to say to someone. It's like, hey, dude, I'm sorry to see you go. I really have mixed emotions about it, which I guess means, like, I'm kind of glad to see you fucking go away, but I can't say it to your face. That's right. <laughs> it's the same thing as the saying bittersweet. It's such a bittersweet <laughs> thing to see you leave. It is kind of sweet. It's a little it's, sweet. It's more it's sweet bitter. than bitter. That's sweet right. bitter. Sweet bitter. <laughs> That's the name of our next beer. It's bitter, but it's sweetest. Right, but it's better than not having beer, which is the best thing about our beer. It's one step above not having beer. Wow, that's a great slogan for a very shitty beer. 
and they're all out there. I can't believe we need to just approach them. <laughs> but see, now, like, we made drinking shitty beer cool, right? Yeah, right back yeah. when, when we were drinking Pabst, people were like, yeah, Pabst. I'm drinking some fancy rogue beer that costs $9, and people still do that. But now the ultra hipsters are like, ooh, we enjoy Pabst because yeah, I have they go to- different kinds of tastes. They'll go to a bar and pay nine bucks for a, a Pabst Tallboy in a heartbeat. <laughs> when we used to buy whole cases for fucking $7 on our way to band practice. Remember, I remember yeah. that place on South Lamar where we could get that, a case of fucking Pabst, and they would bring us free ice, or they'd let us get free ice, and we used to take that cooler in there and load up on fucking beer and free ice, and they never even fucking blinked an eye. Was that South Lamar, or was that the yeah. place on uh, on Manshack, where the guy called you Rockstar? <laughs> no, that was South Lamar. That was South Lamar. It was another little place where the guy called me Rock and Roll. Mm. Uh, they didn't have free ice, unfortunately. I, I probably would have given it to us if we would have asked for free ice. Well, you are Rock and Roll. I was Rock and Roll. I have The guy had respect for me, dude, because every time I came in, I bought beer and rolling papers. What's more <laughs> Rock and Roll than that? That's true. And he had long hair. Right. And a beard. I could have really went to shit. That guy was an enabler if there ever was one. That's true. You could sue him. Sue him right now. Luckily, I was strong enough to fend off my demons and and make my demons my bitches. (laughs) Yes. I took my demons and just drank them. (laughs) Drank them. I wrestled mine. I wrestled my demons. It It was a mighty fair. So, uh, you ever been to a fair? You like circus food? <laughs> I don't really do the circus food, no. And really? A fair, I'm not even sure what counts as a fair. When I think of fair now, I think of like, uh, you know, the, where the people get dressed up as like knights and maidens, even though they probably shouldn't based on their body type, and then walk around eating turkey legs. But uh, I've always wanted to do that. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest here. I've always wanted to just grab a fucking turkey leg and eat it. And as a grown man now, looks good. I'm not I gotta sure say. what's stopping me other than how long it would take probably to cook a turkey leg. Well, where do you even get a turkey leg if it's not at a fair or a carnival? And honestly, the last time I was at a carnival, there was no, there was no turkey legs. It was all just like funnel cakes and right. weird fried slop. Right. There's this, I know you've seen it, there's a show on some channel called Carnival Eat. Have you seen this show? Oh, yes. It's like a, the triple D of carnival food, it's basically. Yes. Man, it is a beautiful fucking thing. It's made me eat some really fucking strange things that I've been <laughs> like, I watched it and was like, hmm, I wonder what that would taste like. Yes. So I'll cook like a hot dog with some bacon wrapped around it and shit like that. And I'll tell you what, they've... they've some pretty high people have come up with the, most of those recipes, I would say. And God bless them, dude. I, I got to say, I've had a hot dog. I've made hot dogs, bacon-wrapped hot dogs before, and fuck. fuck yeah, the it's bun. a good thing. It's dude, a good thing. It's a really good thing. I, I've made bacon-wrapped kielbasa and, like, beef sausage. Whew, man. I guess the moral to this story is bacon is just fucking tasty. I mean, yeah. bacon has come from a baby pig, right? Imagine what a baby human would taste like. Probably, probably not that good. Probably not very good. It probably tastes like bacon, except with a lot of Ritalin. 
in it. So I can just make y'all amped up when you're done. It's like yeah. drinking 50 cups of coffee. Do they even do Ritalin anymore? Is that still a thing? I have no idea. I don't either. I know that what happened was like a lot of people got their kids on Ritalin and then the parents started taking it, right? Well, I know that there's a there's a big backlash on we give kids too much drugs and stuff. You know, drugs. I think we just don't give kids the right drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're still trying to figure out that cocktail to get the kids' chemistry right. It's all about yeah. chemistry. I it saw is. a disturbing show, and granted, it was on like some weird network. But you you've got Roku, right? Yep. Pluto TV. Have you ever downloaded this channel, Pluto TV? Pluto TV. No, I don't think so. Let me jot it's it down. Pluto check TV. It out because it, it's free and it comes with like fucking ninety channels of the weirder shit. One of the channels is actually called THC. There's like they have their own their whole comedy section, and then they have like a sports section or whatever. But they had this show on food, right? And what is what is wrong with human beings now? Is basically all the chemicals that they're fucking putting in food. Oh yeah. And, I mean, it was so disturbing that I didn't eat a Reese's for, like, two or three hours afterwards. Really? That's what they were saying. That's how disturbed I was. But, That's fucking insane. I mean, I'm not one to ever talk about, you know, got to get organic this or organic that or whatever. But after watching this show, if organic food wasn't so expensive, I would probably start buying it. You know what's crazy is... The other day I had some downtime, which is rare. By downtime, I mean there was no wife or kid around. And so I was uh, on the Roku, but I was sifting through Netflix looking for something to watch. And, of course, I went to documentaries. And I, I saw The Wild Wild Country. Didn't you recommend oh, that? Oh, yes. Yes. Remember, I told you to check that out. Yes. And I bookmarked it. I didn't have time to really I, – I wanted to get into it because you recommended it. So I was just looking for something to put on passively. And I just noticed that in the documentaries, how many fucking documentaries are about food? And I'm like, how many fucking documentaries can you make about food? And I've watched a few of them, and what's crazy is I've watched one, and by the end I'm like, holy fucking shit, I know how to do it now. And then I've watched another one, and it like completely shoots to hell everything the first one said, and I'm like, okay, now I get it. And then I've seen another food documentary... And it shoots to hell both of them, and they're like, oh, just eat cardboard with ketchup, and you're going to be fucking fine. How can there be so many goddamn documentaries about food and them all being right, but each other one being wrong? I'm confused as the, as the hell about food. I'm still I, looking for the one that says eat nothing but fair food. But they have, like, a whole channel dedicated to that, so. There you go. Uh, how can, I mean... Everything is so fucking full of bullshit anymore, honestly, that, like, the flat earther people and all those movements are, I mean, I don't even want to, it's almost like pro-abortion, anti-abortion, it's, you can't, the deal is you can't be an independent thinker. It's like Joe Rogan was saying, right, if you're an independent yeah. thinker, you're a fucking weirdo, because you're not trapped into some little cubby hole with the same thoughts as the, some of the people have, you know what I mean? It's like, if you yeah. think this way about religion, well, then all of your thoughts are according to these what you have in common with these same people. You're not allowed to have a different opinion on anything else. You just are lumped into like, oh, no, we think about the same shit. That's it. They yeah, believe this, so I believe in this, too. It's weird you, you bring that up, because I was listening to Joe Rogan's latest podcast episode, 
and he had uh, Dave Rubin on, and I don't know a lot about Dave Rubin, but uh, it a lot of it was about that. Like, there's no way to just be an independent thinker and have your own thoughts. It's like it, it, as soon as you have one thought that somebody recognizes as one thing, then they assume you have all these other thoughts about something else that they associate with it. With it, right? So hey, yeah, if exactly. you're like, I think weed should be legal, then they're like. Oh well, you're a fucking stoner, and you think everything should be legal, and you're a hate deadbeat, and all this stupid shit. And you right. hate babies, and want them all killed. Yeah, exactly. It was really and fascinating. Hate the, troops. the uh the whole thrust of the thing was exactly what you just said: is that nobody can just fucking think about shit. It's like you have to subscribe to uh, this box of liberal Republican. Feminist dude thing. I I don't know. I'm talking yeah, about you can't be a hodgepodge of sane fucking uh, opinions or thoughts. You just have to be one way or the other. It's got to, well, people are so ignorant, dude. It just has to be black and white. They can't ever exactly understand that anything could be multifaceted. There's no individualism. That's right. what you said. There's no. You well, can't be an individual. You have to be part of a tribe. And I or think considered it, that way. I don't want to get back to Trump, even though we haven't bashed on Trump much of this show, but Trump has a great way of making people think that that's how it is. You know what I mean? When he's like, oh, conspiracy, uh, all Democrats are people that are trying to overthrow the government or whatever, you know what I mean? Or deep state or whatever the fuck he's saying. I mean, give me a break. He, that guy is taking like every lesson there is from Putin's, handbook of how to fucking control and manipulate uh, idiot, ignorant people. Like I was telling you, the whack pack. The whack pack was the people that were on Howard Stern, and they're the ones that all voted for Trump. And all these people are special needs fucking individuals. But that's those are the people that showed up to vote for Trump. It's like every old person who the doesn't have pack. a fucking independent thought. You know what I mean? Or everybody who's like, well, my mom and dad were Republicans, so I just have to vote for Trump. He wants what's best for us because that's what he said he did. Well, I think a lot of people who voted for Trump, because I've, I've kept an ear on this, and a lot of people who voted for Trump regret it now, obviously. But a lot of them were like, kind of had the opposite. They're like, I, I can't fucking have a free thought without the liberal left it's calling me a fucking racist, you know? Right. And I understand that. I, I totally understand that. But I, you know what? I understand, too, that people that voted for Trump thought he was going to do something different. Right. This is you know true. what I mean? This He's like, he, would, he was the epitome of saying whatever you had to do to get into office. And that's why I think, honestly, that if you say something on the fucking campaign trail, you should have to put it in writing. You know what I mean? Okay, he's going to release yeah. his tax returns. Now he's never going to do that. But, I mean, that was like his big thing. I'm going to do that. You know, and fucking shady as hell, man. That's pretty goddamn fucking shady. That is shady. You'd be expected to show yours, dude, if fucking they came knocking on your door and said, Oh, yeah. Rufus, we need to see your fucking tax return right now. I I wouldn't even have any choice. I mean, I I could be audited right now. Yeah. Well, that was his excuse. Remember, he's being, he was being audited. And he said, well, that's why I can't show him anybody because I'm being audited. And that's the law. Turns out that was not the law. That was just a fucking straight out lie. But the thing about Trump is, I think he's uh, not him personally. I'm not, not not even talking about like his him himself. 
but he's like this magnified, fucking crystallized version of like everything that is fucking wrong, wrong with politics. It's like he's the head of the fucking boil of like everything that's wrong. And I think every people are seeing it now. Even people that voted for him, who are smart and not, you know, tards, are like, okay, wow, this whole shit where we just demonize people based on groups instead of what they individually fucking think and want. This can't be sustained. No, and, it can't. And you know how he does when he gives people these fucking nicknames and shit? I mean, that that's like schoolyard bully shit. That's not, I mean, yeah. that is, there's something flawed with an individual as who as a grown man in a position of power like that, will do something like that. That is fucking disturbing to me. Dude, he's not just a grown man. He's 72 years old. In his mind, though, dude, I think he's like nine years. I wonder where he He was probably like eight or nine when he started being molested, would be my guess. How old do you think he was? Uh, I don't, Was he molested, or are you just saying that? I have no idea. I have to assume that he was by the way that he acts. I mean, clearly he's got some personality flaws that go to either abuse or molestation or, I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder how old he was when he tortured his first animal. But you can't say that. It, if you say he was molested, then now he's a victim and you got to cut him some slack, right? Uh, no, dude. I like for someone to stop the circle. You got to stop the circle. But I'll tell you what, the, mol- the molestation was tremendous. It was terrific. It was the best molestation <laughs> It was very bigly. The man was very bigly. It was quite bigly. People tell me this all the time. The mol- molestation I got was tremendous. Well, I mean, who says grab a pussy? Have you ever even thought of fucking going up to a woman and trying to kiss her and grab her pussy? Honestly, dude, I feel weird even saying the word pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very You know why? Because you're a decent person. <laughs> Would you go up to some guy you met for the first time and talk about trying to grab some chick's fucking pussy? I don't no. think you would. No, no, I wouldn't. And I, I would hope if I did that, if if I mentioned that to you, if I would just like give you a nudge, it was like, I want to grab her pussy. Please punch me in the face. Dude, I would be like, that's my mom. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, in that case, wouldn't you say, well, yeah, me too. The sad part about that is Billy Bush gets fired for saying nothing, and and Trump becomes fucking president. How sad is that? The world deserves some kind of state, dude. The world world is in a weird fucking state. It really it's is. It's like, odd. where do you even go from here? I don't I don't know if the world could ever fucking be ironed out. Uh, I don't know. I think that we just to be. We just need to do a mass fucking euthanasia of everybody that we don't like in this world and fucking get this place straightened out. <laughs> now you sound like a liberal. <laughs> now uh, I sound like an Islamic person, probably. It's it's it, it, it's a weird fucking, um, I don't know what you call it, not a dichotomy, but it's a weird conflict of interest, a paradox. That's what it is. It's a paradox. I mean, really, the world is not that bad compared to, like, many years ago, but at the same time, for where we want to go, where, like, guys like you and I can see, like, the future, right now seems like the shittiest fucking time possible, because we're aware that everything that's happening now is just holding back what could be, and it's so You know, 
Maybe it's really it's not the earth or technology or shit that's awful. It's just fucking human beings have just become so fucking awful. That's what, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Nobody appreciates yeah. like how bad things were. We're so complacent and into this little fucking infighting and shit. But guys like you and me, we can see the future and like, wow, you know, things could be so fucking awesome if people just fucking chill out and relax. I, dude, I think to do that, I think to make the world a more awesome place, you've got to get rid of fucking like Facebook and shit like that, where it make, makes people so Amen. fucking self-involved Amen. and so Amen. fucking Amen. self-righteous and so forcing their fucking thoughts down your fucking throat. You know what I mean? That I think, I hate to say that that, what started out as like a great way to probably get people together and keep people in touch has turned into something so fucking vile that people just can't think straight. Dude, I could not fucking agree more, man. And I've I've been spending less and less time on that, unless I want to make like a a personal joke, because everything I fucking see on Facebook now is some weird political fucking bullshit, you know. And it's not a discussion. It's like, here's my thoughts. Fucking deal with it. You know, here's this little meme I saw. Fucking deal with it. It's not like, what do you think about this or that? There is a guy who I hire to do photography for me, right, part-time. And uh, he barely has a fucking pot to piss. And this guy's calling me for work like every fucking day, right? I mean, literally calls me like four times a week. And he is the biggest fucking Trump supporter, right? Yet he probably gets food stamps or whatever. I don't know what he does, but he's always bitching about not having any money or whatnot. And he's on his Facebook every day is like, Trump is saving the world. Trump is doing this. God bless Trump. And he wears a fucking Trump hat and all this shit. And I'm like, dude, you could have so much more work from me if you didn't have this fucking MAGA hat that you wear and shit like that, you know? And he's just, he's so fucking opinionated. But on the same token, Rufus, he's so fucking ignorant is right into this fucking bullshit. Well, how how old is this guy? He's 40 years old. What? Yeah, he's 40 fucking years old. See, that's a guy uh, that's a guy who just is, is a fuck up and can't get his shit together and blames somebody else. I mean, right? he's good at what he does. He's a great fucking photographer. If he's that good at it, then why is he in that situation? Because he's just got no fucking people skills. Shit like that. Shit like this. He thinks it's okay to tell people that they're wrong in their fucking politics and shit like that. You know what you develop? You develop the skill that you want to do. Photography. I'll develop that skill. But you know what? There's periphery skills skill that lead to a career. Yes. Like personability. I mean, it's take yes. fucking control of your fucking life and don't bitch and moan about other things that you can't control fucking with you, you know? Absolutely. I absolutely couldn't agree with you. You know what's funny is that I had a guy, I got the ultimate compliment from probably my most difficult customer a couple of months ago, right? Because I, he knows that I'm working on this other business endeavor, right? And yeah. I said, don't worry, dude, I'll find you another designer. And we've developed a friendship over the years, right? Me and this guy. And I was like, I'll find you another designer. You'll be able to get your shit and all that stuff. He said, yeah, dude, but... You were the whole package. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you got a great personality and are fun to work yeah. with, and you can do the other part of the work. He's like, we don't see that. We don't see that with anybody that we work no. with. You know what? Either you can do your job halfway decent, or you can't do your job and you got a great personality. He's like, you were the whole package. Most people are one-trick ponies, man. I'm, I'm kind of like you in that regard. Like, 
whenever I design a website for somebody or something like that, I I kind of wanted to get a connection with them, and I talk to them like they're friends. You know, I'm that's, like, that's no, exactly that's a stupid idea. That's a stupid idea. Don't do that. No, let's do it this way. That kind of deal. And if they email me and want something, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not like it's going to cost you fifteen dollars. Put in a ticket. Do this. Do that. Right. I feel you, dude. I and mean, I think that's why we had such a kindred connection in the very beginning. I mean, we easily could have been like anybody else. I don't, I don't remember most of the people that worked at fucking Delaware subs with us, but I can tell you that I didn't particularly probably care for them or felt like they were a kindred spirit like myself. Once again, the day we both died in probably the early or late seventies or early eighties was probably the day that we were meant to be together. That's right. That's true. Wow. I'm looking at my uh, my picture on the Skype here. Wow, that's really dark. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was so dark. Dark, dark. I don't know why I always look so red. You don't look red, but you're well lit. I'm I'm super dark, and I'm a, I'm I I apologize because I know you want to. Uh, I do want to apologize. I thought maybe you were uh, covering up that black eye you got from running into the refrigerator door when your wife was on that bender that night. Yeah, I wish my wife would go on a bender. Is she overdue for a bender? Yeah, she is. The sad part is it's the after bender that's no fun. And she's like, i got to get my life together. Now no one can have any fun in this household. We're all going to start eating kale. When she's on a bender, I'm I'm on a triple bender. So I sleep sleep through the recovery. Oh, there you go. Good idea. Good old Benadryl. I, I do take I do take an allergy pill to go to sleep at night. This and I'll tell you what. Go go for it, yes. Tell me what. It works. That's all I was gonna say. Oh. Uh I for a while was having I swear to God, this is crazy, the most incredible, intense pressure behind my nose, right? And I've never had any allergies or anything like that, but I would get like this headache and like a cloudy feeling almost in my head from mm-hmm. the pressure in my nose. And it turns out all I needed was like Flonase to make myself healed again. Flonase is the shit, dude. And Zyrtec, I guess. I did start taking Zyrtec. Zyrtec is good too, but Flonase is good for like instant fucking relief. That that blasts it out. Well, here's the deal, dude. I don't, I can always breathe through my nose and I don't really have any post-nasal drip. I just think I get some kind of inflammation up in my nasal cavity maybe. Hmm. I went to an ENT, and he checked me out or whatever, and then uh, I didn't like his shoes, so I never went back. And also, he was, like, trying to be all jokey and funny. Uh, and no. I was like, you know what? I don't want that from my doctor. I, no. There's certain places where you can be joking and funny with me. The doctor's office is not the fucking place I, for that. No. No, I want deadpan serious. Right. And yeah, let's get to it. Give me the facts. And plus, you know what he said to me? We're going to get to the bottom of this. It's going to take a long time, but we're going to get to the bottom of this. Like, it's going to take a long time. Who the fuck says that? That means I'm going to bill you a lot and often. Yeah, that's exactly what it meant. <laughs> no and doctor like, says it's going to take a long time. I mean, can you believe he fucking said that? That's atrocious. Yeah. Dude, look at his watch. Like, it's going to take a long time, but, oh, I, I got to go. You know what it took? Like two hours on the Internet and a trip to the dollar store and I was better the next day. This guy was going to fucking have me strung out 
not feeling good for probably fucking six months. It's a, it sounds like a cancer medication. It is a business. I mean, it is a fucking business. And these guys, they write their own fucking checks. I mean, the whole it, the whole of insurance and all that shit is a fucking scam. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, God damn. I, the world is so doctor, I had one doctor tell me that. He's like, insurance is such a fucking scam. It just, it I, really is. I believe it. And I, I believe a doctor would tell you that, but not somebody else. Because right. of the same reason that we talked about with work-related stuff. You're a personable guy. You relate to some. You relate to everybody, I'm sure, on like a and I'm not ignorant. a real level. You know, I'm not fucking stupid. I realize I like to think maybe I am stupid. I like to think I have a general understanding of how the world works and what are scams, what are not fucking scams. You know what I mean? I know yeah. that razors, getting a free razor with one razor blade, scam. That's a scam. <laughs> Do they even make razors with one razor blade now? Don't well, you they all know, have, like, I mean, no, 15? It's like you can go to the store and you get, it's like, here, buy this razor, right, like the razor handle, and get two two blades with it. Sure. Well, that's because the money is to be made on the fucking $50 you have to spend on the, well, how would you know? You have a beard, for Christ's sake. Hey, I shave my neck. Look, I got a lot. Oh, look at that. I shave all this. I don't want to be an animal. I'm so not an animal. dark, I can't tell. I know. I don't know why it's so dark in here. The story is you used to have a window behind. Oh, I can see the window. Oh no, that's probably your computer screen. Is it just dark inside where you're at? I have a window in front of me. You know what? It's cloudy. It's been. It, it's still sunlight outside. Is it really? Yeah. Because it looks like it's fucking midnight. I thought maybe you were. I know. I thought you were coming to me live from your bunker. No, no. That, that's why I got distracted earlier because I, I had my own little picture like way up here, tiny. I was like, what the fuck? I, I look really dark. It's ominous. I'm sorry. If I've been scaring you, I apologize. <laughs> well, you are you are a very intimidating man. Yeah, that's that's the, probably the most intimidating pose that you strike. <laughs> that right. evil okay. genius pose. I should do that in meetings. You, mm. you should and see how long before you're asked to leave the meeting. <laughs> Dude, you know what I want to do next week's show? What's We're going to fucking do a random phone call to someone and ask them if they want to be interviewed on our show. We should. We both well, have phone do... marking experience. You know what? Do you have your phone with you right now? No, I don't. All right, I, I really I'm gonna don't. Call, I'm going to use... Wasn't there a way to call out? Oh, probably because the episode's ending. But there was a way to call out before on Blog Talk Radio, right? There was. Hang on. Let me look. There's... Yeah, I don't see it, but there was. Yeah. I think you can do it live, but what I'd like to do is just call out using their thing because then they'd have no way to call back, would they? No. You're right. It's it's probably whenever the show is live and not being recorded. We should do it. We should. But We'll just like, call um, as many as we can till we fucking get someone that says they'll be interviewed. Or I wanted to do this, too, is have you – we'll act like it's my first day as a telemarketer, and you know how, like, during a telemarketing gig, you're, you're – person can listen to you and like oh, chime yeah. in oh, yeah. during the call but the other person can't hear it i'm familiar with that yeah right? the person on the other end of the phone supposedly can't hear it we should do one where we're, you you think the person can't hear you on the end i'll be like i just want to let you know that i'm being audited during this call by my administrator or whoever and he might have some things to say to me during this call you won't be able to hear him but i'll be able to hear him and have you be like you fucking piece of shit you know what i mean that would make it. That would go viral on the internet if we pulled that off for sure. I don't see why we couldn't. 
I'll call I'll call it any fucking random number. Let's do it. Let's do it. Next episode, we'll do it. We're going to figure out what you're selling. Yeah, I'll come up with Do it. I'll do my old Rainsoft spiel. Like I said, I still know the fucking spiel word for word. That's so funny. Like, I was going to hey, say. this is Jim White yeah. with Rainsoft. We're going to be testing facilities in your area to check the hardness of your water, and we like to give you two free Carmicky, uh movie three. passes. It's if you'll three, sit you through fucking our... idiot. It's three. I told you it is three, not two. <laughs> Exactly. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, yeah. Never apologize. Never apologize. <laughs> oh, Never. oh, you got to be like, totally, I can tell this guy's a fucking idiot by the way he picked up the phone. You know what I mean? Is this guy three years old? Jesus Christ. He sounds like easy clothes. Easy fucking clothes. <laughs> and then at the end, I'll be like, dude, I fucking had it with you, Rufus. I'm coming back there and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. No, no, please don't. Sell. Close the deal. Oh, my God. Then we can have a ruckus and a gunshot. <laughs> and then it's just, of course, dead air. Dude, we have to do it next episode for real. For real. All right. We're also doing this, though. We're calling the sub shop, and I'm going to add. I was thinking about having my wife do this. Call the sub shop, right? If they still have the Friday special. Which Got used him. to be the sausage special. And be like, do you Ooh. think your Italian sausage can satisfy two 15-year-old girls? <laughs> and just get into it. Like, I don't know. How large is it? <laughs> Does it come with a lot of sauce? I mean, oh, these are really God. hungry girls. They can handle a big sausage. Oh, my God. And well, you know what? I had the other deal do where I wanted us to call a place that does websites and be like, Hey, I want to make a uh, a website for my grandma's cream pies. Like, oh, my grandma, she she has awesome cream pies. My my uncles love to eat her cream pies. Everyone loves to eat grandma's cream pies. Oh shit, man! Do you think we could even be like, yeah, can we put pictures of her cream pies like all over the <laughs> website? <laughs> You're killing me with that one. That's good. That was shocking. Grandma's cream pies dot com. That's insane. Like, but act like it's just a regular pie thing, right? Be like, yes, yeah, the creamiest cream pies. Oh my god, you just want to look them up? Wow. (laughs) We should try that. You think someone would even catch on to that or not? Uh, I hope. I really hope. I hope they catch on, but try to play it cool. I hope they, I think we can probably find the right, you know what, I watched enough Carbonaro Effect lately to realize that people are basically fucking stupid. They're all dumb. They're all dumb, yes. And apparently they don't don't watch true TV. Nobody watches true TV. You know what, I'm going to be honest with you here, with mixed emotions, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, but, this uh, is a bittersweet moment. I, I, I'll have to admit to you, I at first I did not like uh, that show that you had uh, told me to watch or that you liked on there. What is it called now? It's the, the four guys that are together. <laughs> Impractical jokes. We got Murr, and all, <laughs> now I know them all. I can't believe I can remember the number because me and my daughter are now watch Impractical Jokers like it's a religion, <laughs> basically. But at first I'm like, I don't know if I like this show, and I think maybe I was just a little jealous of the Impractical Jokers. I am very jealous, because they, they're like real buddies. 
Right, and they're living their dream. I mean, they're going to do what exactly. they would like to do, honestly. I mean, of course, we'd be yeah. fun and more clever than them, but you know what? It just it looks fun. Honest to God, it looks fun. You know what else I'm jealous of? Those two guys on American Pickers. Oh, those motherfuckers. Yeah, me too. Me too. They seem like they're having fun. On of their course show. they are. Now, who, do, who don't I? On reality TV, I would say the, the guys from The Deadliest Catch. I don't envy them at all. No. Uh, that looks like a horrible fucking job. I'd rather be American picking than that. Sure. I don't envy anyone on uh, intervention because no, those people suck when they have to get sober. Obviously, that's not very fun. No, that that is always the downfall of everyone on that show is they get sober. Have you seen the most recent one where they're doing like couples now? No. It's sad, dude. It's so sad because... These, watching these people, and you never notice on intervention, it's always almost always a couple anymore. Yeah. It's like so fucked up on pills or fucking heroin or whatever. And I watch these people, and, and they spent their whole day trying to get money for heroin, right? Like oh, robbing this or fucking stealing that or doing whatever. I'm like, you know what? Just go out and get a fucking regular bullshit job delivering pizzas or something because no one would know that you're on the fucking junk. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's more work when you're just out trying to fucking panhandle or steal DVDs from Walmart and then go and try to sell them on the fucking street. Fuck, that's a full-time job in itself. Yeah. Just and get it's a, a full-time job, job with, with no guaranteed return. Just go mm-hmm. just get a shitty job somewhere. But then I guess, I guess the, the problem there is that you'll have to be somewhere at a certain time and if you get your fix, you you might not wake up at eight. That's true. Just get a telemarketing job or get a job. You know what? I was surprised. I was, I got a call from a like a bank or something the other day, <laughs> and no, I got an alert. Right, I got an alert on my phone card or not my phone card, my credit card or whatever. It's like, oh, your credit card's being used in some fucking strange place. Obviously, because I tried to spend my own money and they weren't accepting the fact that I wanted to do that. I've been there. Yeah. There are parameters. So I call this number and I get fast forwarded to where, or fast forwarded, not fast forwarded, but call forwarded to wherever. And this lady picks up the phone and we're talking about things. And I can hear her kids fucking playing in the background. Oh, that's nice. Right? Professional. Like, okay, wait a minute. I mean, this is my bank information that's coming up on this lady's computer and her fucking house. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say I felt fucking violated, Rufus. I felt I did feel violated. Uh, if her Bluetooth was on, then it could have been picked up by her husband's phone or her lover's right. phone. Well, I mean, I guess though your information isn't safe anywhere. No. I mean, really, let's be realistic. If the whole deal that that uh, Equifax got away with all that bullshit that they did when all those fucking numbers, I mean, they're the person people that are supposed to be securing your fucking information. Mm-hmm. And they let it all go, and then the, before they even announce it, the guy that runs Equifax sells like 20,000 shares of its fucking stock. And then they have the nerve to say, we'll check for you, but you have to sign up for fucking two years of our service? The world is fucked up, ZigZag. It really is. It's really fucked up. It's really odd and strange. Well, my dad is going through a lawsuit, right, where he loaned this guy some fucking money. And he kept asking the guy for money, kept asking the guy for money, kept asking the guy for money. Well, the sure. guy fucking died, okay? 
So my dad's having to sue his fucking estate to get the money. But in the process, like, they're saying that my dad didn't ask for the money for so long that he, the guy doesn't fucking own the money anymore. That's fucking right? bullshit. That's what they're trying to say. And, well, that's a statute of limitations. And I'm like, that is the biggest fucking crock of bullshit in the fucking it world. Like, crock I ask the guy for the money all the fucking time. You know, the guy just always said, I don't have it. And, you know, my dad put it in writing a couple times, but not every fucking time. Well, and they're like, yeah, I mean, and I'm thinking to myself, the statute of limitations or whatever, that's a bullshit fucking law drawn up by people who, who are the fucking most criminal people in the world, who are the, like the judges that's and the right. politicians or whoever who write these fucking rules. To fuck a guy out of fucking ever getting paid back because you didn't ask for it in time? No. Total fucking bullshit. All the other paperwork is there. But I totally agree. There is no such fucking thing. That statute of limitations thing is written up by people who are already guilty of something and are like, oh, God, this will help me out. Exactly right. They're drawn up. Those laws, I hate to say it, every fucking law is drawn up by a GOP senator or fucking whoever that's already fucked somebody over and is like, you know what, I this could apply to me. So let's go ahead, and if you don't ask for the money in fucking five years, well, it's like the fucking debt doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's politicians and lawyers. Right. I don't what side of the aisle you're on, they're all fucking filthy. And they're like, oh, this will help me out and all my other friends. So yeah, Total fucking And work. I have the power to push it through. Fuck yeah. yeah, I'm like, man, you know, you almost, you can take that to court and sit in front of a fucking jury of 12 sane fucking people and say, okay, I don't care what the fucking law says, because the law is drawn up by crooked people who don't plan on paying their fucking bills or whatever. Why should they be protecting people who, you know, who want to get paid back? I think yep. any jury in the world would say, pay the fucking guy back. You know, you borrowed the money, and now you fucking got to pay it back. That's just how the fucking world works. Hey, dude, the credit card companies can sell fucking debts to people, right? And yeah. somehow some random place will start calling some guy after the statute of limitations and be like, you need to fucking pay this. Well, somehow, if you got the right lobbyist or whoever on your side, you go to the fucking government and say, well, I think we should be able to get this credit card debt from these people, We'll give you $500,000 if you make it a law saying that it's okay to do that. Yep. You know? Total fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. You know what else is bullshit? I'm putting the system on trial. That's not bullshit. You can't handle the truth, bro. I can't. The sin of a woman. Is that the sin of a woman? My, my wife did not think that was a funny joke when I tried to relate her to it. Uh, remember when you said, what a classic thing, when I said... But instead of a woman with a name like that, you know that stinks. <laughs> yes, didn't, I do remember that. Didn't play as well on my wife. Really? Gee, yeah. I can't imagine why. She has a good sense of humor, too. I just don't get why that one got stuck in her craw. I'm sure. Was it her craw? Well, stuck somewhere. Stuck in you know, the place. My wife has a great sense of humor, too. But there's something about if you make a joke about women, then suddenly the sense of humor can go out the window. It's so weird because she makes jokes about men all the time, and I'm supposed to laugh heartily. I yeah, basically, it, I am a joke as far as my wife is concerned. I feel I do feel bad for my wife, and I love her to death. Shan, if you're listening, I love you to death. Probably, you might end up dying as much as I love you, <laughs> or because of it. But uh, but I find myself never listening to anything that she says. So she'll yammer on and on and on, and oh, I might. Yeah. One interesting word, then I have to 
sheepishly asked her to repeat her whole fucking conversation and make it obvious that I wasn't fucking listening. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Oh, really? What was that? What? Wait a minute. What were you talking about? And oh. I just see her go, yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. I agree. You know, at some point it, it becomes like the sound of the air conditioner. You know, it's just, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. But then I, I'm I'm not even as astute as you. I don't I don't realize until the next day that I've missed out on 45 minutes or more of a conversation. So she's packing the car for the trip that you agreed to while you right. were. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, okay. See, somehow you're right. She's like the sound of the air conditioner, but not like the ceiling fan. Because when the ceiling fan goes off, you like it wakes you up and you notice it. You know, like you miss the sound. Yeah. Of the Ceiling fans out. What the? You know, she is more like the air conditioner. It's like it just drones on and on, and then when it goes off, you don't even notice. You're like, oh, oh I guess it's not on anymore. You know, it's weird. It, it occupies a unique space in the lobes of a brain because it, it's 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 like the air conditioner where you tune it out, but it's also like a dripping faucet where you still can't. You know, it's there. <laughs> so it has this balance of like I'm not paying attention to it, but I know it's there. And also, like, is it? Uh, it's still there. Why the fuck is it still happening? <laughs> Why haven't I fixed that yet? That's right. Well, I mean, I feel bad because I know she hangs on my every word when I'm talking. Obviously, uh, I'm sure it's, it's like it's, like I'm holding court. So she can hold it against you later. <laughs> That's probably right. You know what? <laughs> if you do get a chance, watch that uh, Wild Wild Country. And I'm not saying it because I'm a hipster or whatever. And I, I even go at it from that point. You only need to watch the first three episodes, to be honest with you. The rest of it is fucking ridiculous. But the gist of the fucking story is what I got was these people moved there, right, these Roshnishas or whatever the fuck they're called, mm-hmm. to some little part of nowhere fucksville that nobody wanted to fucking live, right? And they bought 10,000 acres yeah. out literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. And somehow the city of 53 fucking old-timey weirdo people who lived in this little town close to where they were fucking made this group of, like, 500 people have a fucking mental breakdown. That's the vibe. So fucking back-ass fucking hilljacks that just can't let people be. They just couldn't let these people do their own fucking thing. They That's had the vibe. their nose in it. That's the vibe I got just from watching the trailer because they even showed like people that are that were in that cult or whatever you want to call it like nowadays and they were still like yeah it was the best fucking thing in the world but they just wouldn't leave us the fucking alone you know you, you have to see what they did to bring the government in on these fucking people and I give these Rashnishas people fucking credit they fought them as hard as they could but. Once you get the government involved and the government is just dirty as fuck, dude, and plays dirty fucking politics, yeah. because these people, these other, they're not Christians, you know what I mean? Because they don't believe in normal Christian values or whatever, you know, nowadays mm-hmm. is cookie-cutter American normal. And right, they just right. couldn't stand it. And they're like, got to shut them down. Freedom of speech, got to shut them down. These people are free thinkers. Shut them down. We don't have any fucking room for them in our little scheme of how we run America. I mean, dude... If anything, that's what people should take away from that fucking movie, is that the government is fucked up, a fucked up entity that can't stand to let people fucking be free. No. no. Just like the movie Easy Rider, dude. Just like the movie Easy Rider. They see a free individual 
It's not they'll talk to you and talk to you about individual freedom, but when they see a free individual, it's gonna scare them. And it don't make them running scared; makes them dangerous. Ooh, amen. Yeah, you know what? We should watch that on air one time. We should, but after the prank call. Yes, well, the prank call's next week. Next week, for fucking real. That's not chicken out. You're not going to chicken out. Don't tell me not to chicken out. You Why would I chicken out? Call on this phone. You're the guy calling. I'm the guy telling you what to do. Well, I mean, you're still in on the prank call. Yeah. Hello? Uh, wait, I think Skype's cutting out. What? It it might not work next week. <laughs> okay, yeah. I see what you're doing. You're a rascal. <laughs> I'm a rascal. A rascal. <laughs> a rascal. I I do got to piss like a racehorse. All right, dude. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weak little howl. Is that a weak howl? I was laughing. All All right. Right. Uh, until the next week, folks, this is the double Z. This is the single R. <laughs> the single R, the sad little single R. It's a lowercase R. It's even <laughs> a lowercase R with a sad smiley face next to it. Yeah. A small Boo-hoo. piece. Uh, and we'll catch you next week. Hey, don't forget to tune in because we're going to have a kick-ass phone call next week. And we'll just going to do one a week until we probably get the FCC called on us. Then they'll shut this bitch down. We'll just call the FCC and try to sell them the water. Oh, my God. How brilliant would it be to call in and make a fucking complaint about our own show? Oh, my God. Hey, show. Look, I'll call in and do a complaint about you. Look, I do a show with this guy, and he's really fucking offensive. Um, we should do that. Talk about going viral. Okay, that's the next episode. Okay, next episode is the the prank call. Episode after that, we'll call the FCC to file a complaint against us. Oh, my God. That would be so fucking awesome. That, that would, be, would be so awesome. It will be awesome if we I'm have scared to mess with the government, though. Those guys, are, they're, like, nuttier than the Roshnishas. Ah, fuck them. Yeah, you say that until their black helicopter in your, down your chimbley. I'll... Shoot them with a gun I don't have, but I'll get one because they won't outlaw them. They're going to do it. You know what? When all that hype was going on, I went out and got a gun and some fucking bullets. Now I I would probably end up throwing it at someone rather than shoot someone. I bought a bunch of bullets, but I still need to get a gun. (laughs) Good good plan. I thought you had a rifle. I thought your neighbor (laughs) had a rifle. I do. He did. He did. He gave me a 22. Did you ever shoot it? Not yet. Really? Is that rude? Is it rude? I, I haven't I had know. an opportunity. Well, what do you mean? I mean? You don't have to shoot it to kill something. You just shoot it. It's like no, but a tree. I, but I want to kill something. You know what? Shoot it at your neighbor. Well, how like, ironic. Thanks for the gun. Thanks <laughs> for the gun. Here, catch a bullet. Let me give you your bullets back. <laughs> One at a time. Here, catch. <laughs> That's right. That's like those guys that catch a fucking bullet in their teeth. I mean, granted, you know that's going to go fucking wrong. Well, that's a, a trick, zigzag. It's a magic uh, Really? You don't think it's real? I remember once on one of those shows, like Real People or whatever, a guy tried it, and he got shot in the mouth, and it busted out his teeth, and he's fucking bleeding all over the fucking place. That's why mostly it's just a magic trick. <laughs> right. This guy, this guy <laughs> didn't know it. Yeah. All right. All right, ladder. I'll let you go pee. I know you're it's always trying visible. to end the show. This guy's trying to end the show from the minute it fucking starts, people. That's why I keep him here. What? I'm just kidding. All right, Rufus, until next week, this is the Double Z.
And the single R, I'm speaking for the single R because he loves it when I do that. The single lowercase R. The R. The single R. Yeah. All right, folks. Catch us next week when we do our awesome prank phone calls. Until then, this is Double D, and I'm really signing out this time. That's the single R. I'm really signing out this time. (laughs) Okay. Check it. Half of zigzag behalfing my sign out. All right. Adios, folks. Catch you next week. Be good. Be good to each other out there. Yes, or at least be bad kindly. There you go. Be be bad behind people's backs, never to their face. That's the best way to be bad. It's so hard to end the show. It is, but I'm going to do it right now. This is like the Band-Aid part of the show. You ready? Yeah, I'm just going to hang out immediately. Now we have to end it. Thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Half Show with Zigzag and Rufus.